0: Welcome back from our two-week hiatus. We're here to talk about some controversies with China. Also, Destiny 2 apparently is a pretty good game. We're going to talk about that, too. I'm Tim. I'm Mitch. I'm Jason. China. Yeah, I like this. We got this. We got this new video thing going, man. Like. Get to see you guys when I'm talking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't get to see
2: what your green screens are until the day we launch. Yeah, it's a surprise. It could be. It could literally
0: be anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you get that Coca-Cola glass from McDonald's? (sighs) Most definitely. I have like four of them at home. And am I like am I like. A total shill. No, I ha I, I love those things. And, uh, my wife keeps wanting me to throw them away. Yeah, dude, it's actually a really good glass. That's what I, like, I know. Wait, is it
2: glass or plastic? Oh, it's it is glass. It glass?
0: It's, Like an actual glass that they gave you away for, what was it? You had like a Big
2: Mac meal or something? I don't even remember. It reminds me of those glasses that Arby's used to give every Christmas. Remember, you get like five for five Arby melts, you would get like a Christmas glass.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, because I I grew up poor. We had like a ton of those. Yep. (laughs) Like, we
0: just like a good deal in my household. So when we're we're just like, I mean, I guess we're eating at
2: McDonald's every day for a week. Yeah, we we didn't have... uh, This glass is at least $2. It's like two dollars off your meal, right? Yeah, we didn't we didn't have fine china. We had like fast food glasses, which is great. Yeah, hey man, they're good deals. Yeah, it's like it's like
0: those old uh, the Disney ones that they, I don't remember who gave them out way back in the day, and it had like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy all on the on like little short glasses. Do
2: you guys have those?
0: I had those. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I, I I'm
2: trying to remember where I, I think it was McDonald's. I'm pretty honestly. sure it was. I remember too, because wasn't there. Like a time where they were relaunching older movies, like the, the old classics to the silver screen, and it was a big event. And every and every like two weeks it was like one was Little Mermaid, one was Mulan. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: Or maybe they just sounds- did it when the movies themselves came out. I don't remember.
1: I don't remember. I, don't
2: I remember getting jipped by Happy Meal to- toys sometimes. Like they had these these burger transformers or whatever once. Like they had like a burger that turned into a dude and like a shake that turned into a dude, you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, That's- I wanna I wanna collect them all, and I never did. I got the same ones that soon, it was it was freaking loot boxes before I knew what they were with Happy Meals. Dude,
0: <laughs> I never really thought about that. Loot boxes or happy meals are loot boxes. The first one that I ever really like started collecting was when the Inspector Gadget movie came out. And they had um, a bunch of different toys that if you collected them all, you could make an inspector gadget toy. And so like one of them was his hat. One of them was his hand. I remember that. Yeah. Oh,
2: man. Oh, that's so infuriating. Right? <laughs> Screw you, McDonald's. You loot boxing fucks. At least they had it, man. At least
0: with them, you could like, if you got a toy, if you're eating in the restaurant and you got a toy that you already had, you can go up to the counter and be like, do you have a different one? or and, and and if you got a nice person a lot of times what they are you would talking about out. yeah what yeah. are you saying you can fucking exchange the toys as long as you don't open it it's bullcrap man that's bullcrap I didn't know that so we just had all these like duplicate toys that we didn't use like sounds like sounds like Jason could have like completed his series
1: no not where I live didn't give a shit like fuck you kid get out of here yeah what's this like toys r us
2: this can be interesting fact for people me and my friends would sometimes dumpster dumpster dive looking for mcdonald's cups with the with uh unused monopoly things yeah hoping to make it big did you ever win anything no (laughs) it was always park place you get board block and you wouldn't get park place yep Yep,
0: always this Park Place. I think, I think how they had it set up, if I remember correctly, like the chances were so low. I think there was like literally, like two.
1: Yeah, it was like there. There's like they had like a million boardwalks, but like one Park
0: Place
2: that they were circulating. Do they even somewhere. do that anymore? I don't really go. I haven't been to McDonald's in like a long time. I Think like that they do. I think they.
0: I think they still do it. I think that they don't do the um I think they don't do like the million dollar prize anymore, I want to say. Mm. Like I now now it's like you you go online and you take your thing and you enter it into their online thing and then you put all your information in so that China can have it too and then you make sure that like you enter all your points and they're like, "Oh, you have 5 points, you could get something for free." Like, oh, man, I got to go to McDonald's again. So they're really, like, trying to play into the
2: the whale mentality. So you know how, like, the social credit score system over there is, like, gamification of, like, that? So what if, like, that yeah. ever came over here and it was, like, corporate points? Like, you didn't go to McDonald's today. You didn't get your Monopoly gem. Da, 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 da. And it's right. not going towards your achievement of being a fat fuck. <laughs> it's like you
0: have not contributed to the economy i'm sorry yeah. you can't get a cell phone you need 500 more mcdonald's points yeah. dude. you that, need 500 corporate gems
2: that would be the real start of the uh corporate chain wars from demolition man where taco bell comes out on right. top
1: right mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i always i always love that concept in demolition man that Taco Bell was the one that's like the winner. And that was how they did. And that's how they did product
1: placement in that movie. So fucking funny. Yeah. Everything's Taco Bell now. Yeah. Taco Bell. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. It's been an interesting uh, week.
2: We didn't do a show last week because there there were topics we wanted to talk about, but we wanted to wait until we were all here. And there was more information because yeah. it, it came out like a blaze of glory. And it was like, oh, my God. And w- and I was like, I want to I want to see what this 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 thing says. There's so sh- like
1: there's like
0: so much stuff that happened. So like I, don't, I think we had a show since like the band in China episode of South Park came out. No, so,
2: we haven't we even talked about the first episode of South Park.
0: Yeah. Which is so, it's been fantastic so far. I've been pretty impressed this season with South Park. I think they got like their mojo back.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: I like I kind of felt like last season it's almost either they like lost like the care for it or some or they just like couldn't think of cool, funny enough topics or didn't really have the jokes or didn't want to be edgy or whatever the case was. But
1: this this one, they just like went straight for the heart. Like it was, it was. Pretty like the like him going to China and try and like having his
0: having his suitcase full of weed. He's going through the airport and he's just like, Yes, yeah, my weed. And they put him in a lamp. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, it's so funny, because it's true. They kill people for that over there. Yeah. Uh, literally. Look it up. So, I don't know if these guys are like prophets or something. Cause this isn't the first time that they've predicted something and it's come true within like the next week or so. I think they are prophets. They're like the prophets of
1: our time, right? It might be, they might be like an oracle. I think like they're just, I, they're just like really observant. Cause it, it's kind of funny.
0: I don't know if this is if this is something that both of you have experienced. So when I was growing up, like there was a bunch of shit that was made in China. And like that was that was true. But like. The sentiment that I always got from the generation above me, from my parents, from other people is that, you know, it's made in China. It's crappy. You know? Oh, yeah. Like the idea of, you know, it's cheap, shitty shit that's made in China and shipped to us. And because, like, it's cheap, like, it that's why it's made in China, because we don't want to make cheap shit here. And that's that was kind of, like, what I, kind of the sentiment that I grew up with. So, like, the what I kind of always thought was, like, well, yeah, like, China kind of is cheap and shitty. <laughs> but at, starting in, like, 2000, like, over the last, like, 20 years, I would say, the, there has been a shift that has been so subtle that I had to like check myself when I was thinking about it. And because I was like, Oh yeah, you know, China's not that bad. Like, Oh, a Chinese made phone. Like, why not? I had a I had a Huawei phone for a little while. I'm like, I'll try it. Oh no, Come your on. own now.
1: I know. Uh, It's like, like I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do Huawei. Like, yeah why not it's just the it's the same thing and it's been there's i think there's some reasons for
0: that, and I don't think it's it's not just because people have like all of a sudden had some like come to God about like how chinese culture is like it's really interesting if you go and have you, do you guys remember the movie Armageddon? yeah yeah I don't know, I don't remember if I've ever talked about this, but it's a very stark difference. So, like, in the movie Armageddon, there's a there's a moment where a, a meteor comes down and hits Shanghai. And this movie's made in, like, the 90s or something. 96, I think. And the meteor hits Shanghai, and if you, like, they briefly show, like, the town, and it looks like a, like a rickshaw... Like bizarre it looks like something from that you'd see
1: in like the 40s in China like that kind of thing um, and that's not what Shanghai looked like in 1996 it's not what it looks like now but like it,
0: now if you see like modern modern movies that show Chinese soil or anything like that it's always like sprawling metropolises big cities They're like beautiful and technologically advanced. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a subtle change in media.
2: Well, it's, it's because it's because I think I've been saying this for a long time. It's because, um, and this is also why I get so mad at like modern movies is that they are watered down for the global market, so to say, and specifically the Chinese market. So like, it's been, Yep. You know that's why you don't really see them do anything dangerous. And I'm surprised that even the Joker movie was allowed there because I saw that um, two weeks ago and it wasn't as violent as the press made out to be. It was barely there. It was a really good movie though, but it's a giant social commentary, and I'm surprised it was allowed in China, honestly. Unless it was he- unless annoying. they heavily censored it themselves before sending it over there, but yeah, it's like a twofold thing. It's like Somebody can make the argument like, "Well, you're just not the audience anymore. they are, so they're gonna that's what you're gonna have to deal with, but at the same time it's like and honestly maybe maybe
0: that will end up being part of it. Um, it's kind of funny though, because these these companies have been getting the benefit so far of not be having to pick sides. they can do whatever they need to do in order to get into China because China has rules about. The kind of content that they allow into their country and the kind of kind of stuff that they want so they're selling access to media companies to get in and regular and whatever companies but uh now people
2: are taking notice so blizzard stepped in it well like even they're taking notice but like let's go back in time a little bit we've discussed this in the past uh rainbow six siege uh tried to do that yeah. but they backed down how quickly yeah. did they back down was it a, was it a week or like three days. I don't remember. Uh, it was about a month, I think. Yeah. And for those that don't remember, it's Rainbow Six Siege was going to have one build for everybody, and in the build they were going to remove like skulls and bones symbols and blood and what else was there? There's a bunch. There's no more stripper uh,
0: poles. There was no more stripper pole in the place that. Any form of gambling, uh, so they would take out the any form of gambling slot machines and stuff. Yep.
2: Yeah. So the started there, and the outcry was so huge that they backed down. I think, yeah. at least in the gaming world, it started with that, where people were were getting more um, wise to it. I, I think, because if you look at the, the South Park ban in China, we're going to spoil it, by the way. I'm, I'm going to spoil the shit out of it. Uh, spoil the shit. I can't remember if it was made before the NBA debacle, because they mostly focus on Disney in that, Mainly because it flows well with the Wayne and Pooh joke.
0: I mean, they taught, he, they mentioned the NBA like
2: there's someone on the plane. Yeah, they, they're, they're on the plane, but I felt like it was, that was a more subtle nudge than it was. And that's why I was wondering if the controversy of the NBA had happened prior to that episode or, or after. I guess I can it look happened It happened
0: like right as the episode was coming yeah, out. Yeah.
2: So like I think if that episode had been delayed a week, it might have been different, but. They might've, yeah. they might've stabbed a little more, or like put a little more in the back. But, uh, man, I love their version of Mickey mouse. He is so fucking hilarious. Oh, because like deep down, like I personally don't really like Disney that much. Like they, I don't have a ton of nostalgia for them. I, if I do, it's from the TV shows that I grew up with yeah. the Disney afternoon. I don't, the movies for me are like, okay, they're neat. Yeah. Whatever. Like, um, but I, I, I just love, cause when I think about that fucking mouse, I always pictured the mouse they made yeah. every single time. It's so true. So you're
1: just a diabetic bear.
2: Yeah. Band in China was
0: released on October 2nd. Uh, the yeah. NBA tweet. I'm finding news articles from October 7th.
1: So, so I'm pretty okay.
0: sure Band in China happened first.
2: Yeah. God so damn, they're so good at this. They they are good at it. They they probably took a random sampling when they were making an episode of like companies that were trying their their hardest to like capture that Chinese market. Yep. And I didn't know how big the NBA was in China, so they were just probably like they picked the big three. Like if you remember the the conversation, it sounded like the guys that were talking in the background, like they sound like they work for a tech company like Google. And then here come the movie yeah. people, and then here come the basketball mm-hmm. people. <laughs>
0: It's so funny because, you know, uh, as of this recording, the like all of the Chinese media has been cutting ties with the NBA. Yeah. Which is like actually really funny to me because their initial response to the guy uh, tweeting a pro Hong Kong message was essentially to get the guy to shut up and he apologized. But then they came out later and kind of had this wishy-washy thing about, oh no, we're we're an American company, we're not gonna we're not gonna support censorship. So they've gotten the worst of both worlds because people are pissed at them, and they're getting
1: banned in China. Well, yeah, like it's like, like you, I, I honestly think, like with these
0: companies, I. I don't think that these companies are going to be able to play this game anymore. You can't be a global company with one product. Like if you want to be in China, you have to make a product for China. Well, like you... it could have like it, you know, yeah. it's like world of Warcraft is, is kind of the same product in China versus America. All the bones like are the same bread things. Bread. Yeah. But like the actual game itself is very different. I think a lot of things are just going to have to be like that. And if they, and like, I think the, the biggest thing is companies acting like they have any kind of moral high ground on anything. Like, I think they're probably going to stop doing that because they realize it's going to bite them in the ass.
2: Well, I agree. But before I comment on that, you remember, did I ever show you Chinese PUBG where when they die, they 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 stand on their knees and wave and give them a box?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so box. weird. Um, it's so weird. That's Chinese I'm, PUBG mobile or
2: something, right? Yeah. I'm curious, though. As as soon as these Hong Kong protests started to get really bad, these companies had to have known because now it's international news, and they already have a shaky relationship with the Chinese government already because they have – one, a lot of people don't know this. To sell your product in China, you have to go through a Chinese business that is also connected with the Chinese Communist Party, right? Yep. So – these companies over here, as soon as the Hong yep. Kong protest, uh, pro- protest started, they had to have known that like, people in their organizations are going to want to support that, and then that was going to become a problem. Yeah, and you think they were just waiting, like, "Oh, we'll just
0: wait, we'll see what." Well, happens. Well, I think they're just they're just like, I mean, wh- what do you do? You already have all these business relationships that expose you to that risk. You just do what you can. Yeah, it's I like I honestly think so, like. The Blizzard thing right they they initially banned the guy he he said a pro pro Hong Kong uh, statement during his winner's interview initially they fired the casters for a ye for a year it was a year again, yeah and and banned him for a year and took away all his prize money they've since Lowered that to six months and said that he can have his prize money. Mm-hmm. I honestly think... So, because it was Blizzard Taiwan that was running that tournament. I honestly think that the initial response to that was someone from the apex of that organization, like the Blizzard Taiwan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were like,
1: uh, fuck it!
0: <laughs> like, well, And so, I believe... The partnership with Blizzard over there is run very closely with NetEase, which is the Chinese company. Yeah. So, like it, it was um when you look at one of the biggest you know controversy things that is also come up with this is the tweet on Weibo or Weibo or Weibo, whatever Chinese Twitter is Chinese out there. Chinese
2: Facebook. Yeah.
0: How they're the statement on. On Chinese Twitter was completely different. Yeah, well, and because that statement was issued by NetEase. And also, I I don't know how true it is. I mean, I assume that it's probably true, but I also heard somewhere that the Chinese government can go into Weibo and edit your people's tweets on there. I believe it. So I I 100% believe it. So I wouldn't be surprised if that tweet was, you know, edited in some way or like pushed through and approved that, you know what I mean? And so it's, you know, what's hilarious about that is like, if that actually happened, obviously blizzard wouldn't, isn't saying that that is what happened.
1: Well, they can't, which is
0: even like, which is even worse because that would make it worse. It would make it worse. (laughs) It's like, like, why are we banning this guy at all? We're going to get totally banned in China. If we like it, it, we mouth off about our
2: Weibo Twitter, China, Twitter, Account well, being altered, it's just so bipolar opposite too of how like I'm glad the media acted in the way the right way. I was worried they wouldn't because this is kind of the same of as the annexing of the Ukraine a couple of years ago with with Russia running into Crimea, right? So like it's China yeah. trying to take over Hong Kong, and as things go forward, regardless of what the rules are for these companies, they're in a, are all they're all in a world of horror because China eventually wants to take Taiwan over as its own. And mm-hmm. that's going to be another yep. international con- uh, uh, controversy. And then I was I was also doing a reading too. They have a lot of territories that they that they don't own that they they say is theirs. Yep. So yeah. as time goes on, these companies are not going to be able to to shy away from this at all. No,
0: not if and, they keep like if it's a big issue like the like this Hong Kong one is. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me curious though because so I saw this post on Reddit. Uh, that really made me think, and you know everyone is is out there um screaming at blizzard because you know free speech and you 're punishing someone for free speech and blah blah blah, which I mean i as far as blizzards aspect of it, I hundred percent understand it and agree with the i don 't want your tournaments you know to be a political platform for people that win. I get that um but it makes me wonder if. If like it was a, a tournament that was run by Blizzard corporate, not the the Taiwanese substation or whatever. And there was a Chinese winner that came out and said, hey, you know, fuck Hong Kong. We take their property. China number one. <laughs> Right. Like would <laughs> I <Kill> mother, <right?
1: laughs> mother China number one.
0: Would Blizzard have censored them? And if they did censor them, would people have been up in outrage because they're still quelching free speech or would they not have been because that's more of a communistic approach and not squelching democracy? Yeah. So I think that
2: You you definitely would have I'm not sure
0: whether or not Blizzard would have censored them. I can definitely tell you if they had censored them, people would not have given a shit. Right. And which is like so hypocritical. And I I agree with the frustration around that. Like I think that for a lot of people, it's like rights are only useful to them when it's when it's my opinion that Gets me that is help being helped, yep. and I think that that's like the worst thing in the world. Like, it's not it's not free speech if it's only free speech for one type for of one person. side. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not that's not what free speech is. Like you have to you have to be okay with the fact that you're gonna hear shit that you hate.
1: Oh yeah, well,
2: and yeah. I was. It's not even just a problem with China with these companies too, because I was doing a lot of research just before this episode came, and it's like I found a ton of. I I really wish I made a list, but a lot of movies that will get hyper censored for Russian use because of their anti-homosexuality over there. So like, this isn't just a Chinese problem. This is a global company problem. Yeah. Yeah, You know, but, but they're not, at least in that case, they're not subjugating us to that. That's my worry is like, if they just start making the the content just as vanilla as possible for those markets. So,
0: so here's here's one thing. So like, you know, like Blizzard Blizzard and a lot of companies have come out have come out um just great, like helping with the LGBT movement and being pro LGBT, but like are they doing that? Like at their are they doing those same things like having like having like a hey happy happy like Pride Day or something. Are they are they doing that at their Chinese tournaments or like the Taiwan tournament, Russia. No, no, which to me means that it is bullshit. They don't care about any of those things. And it's like the, like anyone who is like, Oh man, I, I like that company because they espouse this view. It's like, you're an idiot because they literally go to a different country and censor that same view. (laughs) like right i could only imagine in like in pride month right they're here and and they release the rainbow skin for lucio and they come out and say that you know winston's gay and it's like yeah everything's great and and look how yeah. look how friendly we are and then like meanwhile in china oh man like look who's like super super straight it's winston and- right or like in in china Dude. they're like man it's a slow news month yeah. it's too bad winston isn't doing anything this month right?
2: how infuriating is that like let's go back in time and think about like comic books during stanley's day and i don't recall them ever really changing major aspects of characters to get in other countries if that's happened put into fucking comments and prove me wrong i don't care but can you like for the sake of canon's sake can you imagine how much of a nightmare that would be like over yeah. here, Canon is, um, Tracer is well, bisexual, I believe, and Soldier 76 is gay, right? Or is she a But lesbian? think about
0: it. Think about this, know. though. That is, that's why, I think, that is why it, all of those, like, all of those uh, things when they're adding, when they're adding those characters, it always, it always looks so pandery. It looks pandering because they're trying to make it. They're trying to add it in a way where they could also deny it in another country. You're right. Where because he's not
2: popular. I'll use overwatch and Harry Potter. And if I'm wrong about this, I'm wrong. I'm okay to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's only for overwatch. It's only the side media. There's like never a quip in overwatch where like soldier 76 goes up the Reaper and says nice ass or some shit. Like, like I don't think that's in the game. Right. <laughs> I wish it was. I that's, do too. That'd be because awesome. I, because like, like with the Borderlands 3 game, for example, like one of the things they did plot-wise is there's, a, there's a, a gay character, uh, Sir Hamillock, and, and you've known he was gay from the second game, but you meet his, his fucking partner, and the guy's cool, really good character. And that adds to that. If you If you dial down to it, it adds to the video game and to the realism of the world, but like I've noticed that in the video games that say these things, they only do it inside media and on social media, and that's one of the conspiracy theories I had why... J.K. Rowling only says these characters are gay on Twitter, but they're never in the media. <laughs> they're never actually in the movies or the books. It's only the so side can, stuff. Well, so that, she
0: can be in China. That's different, I, though. Maybe you I think I so. I think that with J.K. Rowling specifically, she just wants to stay relevant and and yeah. you know, no one's relevant and also be safe in China. Yeah, well, that too.
1: <laughs> and
0: I think she's a little crazy. Yeah. Does Does Harry Potter sell well? And I can't imagine that.
1: That book was so well. It's a
2: conspiracy theory, but I just noticed though that now that you know the 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 sake of canon has changed, and canon can be altered at a moment's notice without an actual piece of media release. Yeah. So now, okay. So here's
0: here's kind of like a an alternate view to that, right? Because you have you have the big corporations, right? You have Activision Blizzard. You have you know Fox and Sony and and all the people that are like releasing the media oh,
2: Foxpar Disney now oh,
0: Right Disney oh. yeah you have you have Mr. Harry Mouse Potter was definitely released in China by the way Wait I I was I knew it was released there I just didn't know how well it sells there but millions of copies is oh well okay read. well anyway pretty good So so take take the Overwatch team right take Jeff yeah. Kaplan take his devs and everything like that the people that are writing the story They they release the stuff about you know, the sexuality of their characters in side media. So it's not in the actual game. But I don't know if that, like, just because that's the only place that they release it. I don't know if that necessarily makes it any less of a way that the creators want it. Right. Like Activision Blizzard might be saying, okay, no, you can't put that in the game game because we want to release it in China and that's not going to fly or Russia or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. and so because the developers and the story writers and everything like that are like, well, this is the, this is the direction that we want to take this game. And this is the story that we want to tell. They're forced to do it inside media.
2: Right. And that's the conspiracy theory. Like I agree with you and that's why I was saying it's altered the notion of Canon. Oh, in terms of like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like altered yeah. the notion of like, because it can be changed at a moment's notice because of that very reason. Right. Whereas the like is, props like- to Borderlands for not giving a shit.
0: right like and the thing is i'd like to make a distinction too between people who like are creators of the game and the like the the talent behind developing it mm -hmm. versus the company that's publishing
1: it like those are the people that i think it's bullshit like and i i just think that it's like like
0: if you if you think that oh that topic is too risque so let's put it let's put it to the side. Like if that's actually what's happening, like if there's someone who's actually doing that, being like, Oh, Oh yeah, you should totally add that. But you know, let's do this side thing over here. Like if that's actually what's happening, then that's, that's, that's almost worse than censorship.
2: Well, That's what, that's so like, funny. Cause like the band China episode, when they're like doing their, their biopic and he's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. You can't, no, you can't <laughs> sell that to the Chinese. You can't, you can't be gay. Yeah.
0: Well, like and I think it. that's a yeah. it's a lot easier to do that in a medium like video games where there's all kinds of additional content that you can publish compared to like a movie where it's not like right. when a movie comes out like oh here's a supplemental comic book that expands on the story that you went and saw now well, Oh, well star wars well yeah mediums? that's what
2: I was gonna say <laughs> uh, you can do that as a that's movie true.
0: that's true and it's the worst I hate movies that do that yeah uh Uh, Pretty soon we'll get to a movie where you'll see the whole movie and then it'll just like cut off at some awkward part and it'll be like, wanna see the ending? Go to www.themovietitle.com. Like, (laughs) fuck. Oh man, wanna know what happens with uh, Hans Gruber? Make sure you buy Die Hard the comic book. Could
2: you imagine (laughs) if you go to see the next Marvel movie and you only get halfway through and it's like, see the rest. (laughs) Disney+. Plus. Want to see
0: what Iron Man does? Go to IronManDies.com. Dude, throwing <laughs> oh, damn it. How does, Thor, how does Thor get out of this one? ThorStillFat.com.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. That's a problem, man. That's a problem. I think that, like, I don't know. I just don't think we should be, I don't think we should be rewarding companies that do that and just realizing when they're just pandering just to pander and they don't actually give a shit.
2: I agree. But it's also like, it's also like when you go down a rabbit hole, how many companies have, uh, I guess you'd say Chinese influence is mind numbingly huge. So many. Yeah. Yeah. But which makes me wonder, because I don't, I don't really know a lot about how like a private versus a public company does, but, so, like, Tencent owns 40-some-odd percent of Epic. And Tim Sweeney came out today and is like, oh, if this happened in a Fortnite tournament, I wouldn't care. And at first, I was like, ah, oh, bullshit. bullshit. But at the same time, though, don't he's not him. a publicly traded company. That's true. Yeah, yeah, so I don't believe him. I don't know. I don't know if I do either. But if something like that did happen, and he was just like, nah, fuck you, I'd probably have a well, hell of a lot more respect for him.
0: Honestly, I I hope someone
2: puts that to the test. Yeah, like straight up. But let's talk about the logistics of that though. So we're like they, they everyone brings up that they all, I see this online a lot this comparison. Uh Tencent has 5% of Activision Blizzard whereas they have 40% of Epic. And Epic's saying they can do this and Activision Blizzard can't. But Activision yeah. Blizzard is a public company so does that make a difference? It's
0: so I don't think that it's because of the shares that Tencent or whoever, like a Chinese company, I, I don't think it's because of the shares a Chinese company owns. It's how much it's how much the company's exposure is to the Chinese market. So Blizzard, like World of Warcraft in China makes them a fuck ton of money. From gold farmers. And they can't Hearthstone yeah. makes them and the Hearthstone. Money. and like yeah and like like they make a lot of money in China well, so, so they can I remember seeing reset, it somewhere China. um because they had and I I would need to look it up to make sure I'm I'm saying the right numbers but I remember reading somewhere uh cuz just before this they had like their quarterly earnings report and their their total revenue the amount that they bring in from China is only accounts for like twelve percent.
2: So yeah, but it, it's it's more of an emerging market that they're banking on, right? Right. But I guess my point is
0: uh it's it's, more it's not they they do have this huge emerging market and so they do have, you know, the potential for a lot more to be made over there. Yeah. But I also don't think that any decisions that like, the decisions that they're making right now are because they want to go over there, but it's not necessar- necessarily affecting their bottom line all that much. What? Why is there such a huge... I mean, 12% ain't nothing, No, though,
2: No, but... But also, like, why don't you see the same focus on the indie market? Is it because gamer culture, for example, isn't as big? Or, like, or entertainment? Like, I don't know.
0: I don't I... know. I mean, it's the, re- the reason, like, if you look at purchasing power parity... Or like per capita income, like China has gotten to the point where they have more middle class now. Their 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 average income per person is like thirty-five thousand dollars now. Okay. In India it's like nine thousand dollars. Okay. So like your average Indian person doesn't have the money to spend on like video games. Gotcha games.
1: Loot boxes. On, On like
0: on loot boxes, right? I mean, so India India is an important market for a lot of companies, but right now it's getting focused on mobile a lot because of the infrastructure. Yeah. Like people just don't have like computers. They have phones and I guess tablets, I think phones more than anything. And that's like the primary way that people interact with the internet there. So I think that as their infrastructure gets better, like that could shift as well. It's funny because now they're Chinese companies, like Chinese phone companies, are building factories in India to sell to the Indian market.
1: Really? Hmm.
0: Like, uh, I I don't know how to pronounce it. It starts with an X, like Zami, I
2: think. I think I, I think the X uh, is like a S and S, like she, uh, like Shimi. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably not right. Probably not. I'm sorry. We'll, I
0: we'll butcher that. it. Sorry. So what you're saying <clears throat> is that China is trying to get rid of their Chinese sweatshops. And turn yeah, them into, into Indian, Indian sweatshops. sweatshops. Okay. So like American company and it's a double edged sword because American companies will start moving their fucking factories too. once a once like once a manufacturing industry gets created in India that is as skilled as the ones in China, where do you think these companies are going to go? Like they are going to, they're going to go wherever, wherever the cheap, the cheapest way to make a buck, you know? Is. So, I, okay. To your point earlier, when you were talking about how, um, like growing up or whatever, everything was made in China and everything was cheap. And it was like yeah. just crap and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Just something that I thought about right now. The reason that that probably changed is because so many American companies moved their manufacturing forces over there. And so because yeah. the manufacturing forces are over there making the good quality products, they now have the ability to make the cheap products too. Yep. Which just increased the production quality well, of them. And they got they got good at it because they've been building all of our shit for 40 years or however long it's been since that really has been a big thing. Like, like, like it's, it's, it's to the point where there's a lot of products that if you were like, I want to make this, this product in America because America, like it would be ungodly expensive because there is no skilled labor for a lot of many of a lot of the type of manufacturing that has left. Like, cars you got you got people who can make cars in america defense stuff we still make bombs like we're good at that make bombs and missiles and shit like we like they have laws about the fact that that has to be made here we make computer chips
1: mm-hmm. which is pretty neat um but like making like clothes for instance no like
0: like I think was it you, Jason, you were talking about some kind of piece of clothing that you bought that was like American only and it was like I think you're I think you said it was like almost like five times the price is what you Yeah.
1: Would. it's like insane. And it wasn't and to say like, it wasn't
2: America, it was made in Canada. Yeah. So it was Canada sweatshop labor. But I was making the conscious decision to do that, so yeah, and that's totally fine.
0: Yep. But it's like it's like, oh my god. Like, they couldn't, you couldn't do that here. And the problem is because we've moved all, I, we've also faced, an, faced another problem, I think, because we've moved all those jobs for so long and created this culture where we don't think those jobs are good jobs. Like, people now, it's like, well, I needed, if you're, if you're like having like a, they, people considered those kind of jobs like blue collar jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not good to the connotation, you know, like and it's not I'm just I just going to work for whatever. It's also that, you know, the labor force we we pay more for or like, you know, the people that would work those jobs want more money than the people that are in China or India. And that by itself is going to increase the price of your goods.
2: Well, I mean, not even not, not even just manufacturing that that cultural mindset affects everything like we're, we're in a trade crisis right now. Like we don't, there's not yep. enough, there's not enough people to fill these trade, trade jobs. Yep. So like, I, I totally get that. That's like, that's always a good counter argument. Like, well, if you bring them all back, who's going to do them? Because you haven't trained your kids to get their hands dirty, basically. Right. Yeah, you know.
0: Which I, I think, I don't know. Like, it's a problem of our, of our generation for sure. I wonder if it'll be a problem for the next generation. Because I see it like, we, I had a family member who decided to become a nurse when there was a huge nursing shortage. And like, I can't tell you how many people that went into college and became nurses. Yeah. Like there's not a nursing shortage as much as there was anymore. And so like, it's still a good job, but it's not a, it's not like, holy crap, you're going to, you're going to not need a bachelor's degree. You're going to like, we just need people. Let's go, let's go. Like it's, Different, and I think trade. I think trade jobs are going to be like that. I think as I was looking, I was curious, like in Florida or something, they're offering like a forty thousand dollar a year apprenticeship to be a carpenter. Wow! Like they will teach you how to be a carpenter and like get paid forty thousand a year. It's like holy shit! Like yeah, high school
2: diploma. There you go. That's a good job. That kids. No, I'm serious. That's not a joke. Like that's good money. If you if you don't have another
0: if you don't have another like specific plan when you're going to college, like do a trade, man. Like do it. Still play I mean, video games. I would I consider the tech industry a trade as well. It is. Like I don't you don't need to go to college to get into the tech industry. Um only if you have like big grandiose
2: dreams like working for like the big four or something like that, I um, imagine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it really it really depends. Like computer enge- computer engineering can be very math intensive if you get into
2: that part of it. It really depends on what you want to do. Yeah. But um on the, the company scandal note, I think there'll be more going forward. I don't I don't think that that's really gonna hit them in their pocketbooks, but I do think the outrage will probably spurn political action. That's probably my uh my current prediction.
0: Yeah, well, they already have, uh, what AOC and like Ted
2: Cruz, Ted and- Cruz are all oh out against
0: them. Mark Rubio, you have all these people for um, planning on protest and umbrella protest at BlizzCon. Well, and th- yeah, we, have both I, sides of the political spectrum, yeah, and like upset. Like, oh my well, god!
2: And we've been more focused on the video game side of it because that's what we do more. But apparently, there's been a lot of people that were bringing pro Hong Kong uh, protest signs to NBA games and getting kicked out and shit. So like I see that less cuz it's not something I really follow but I did start looking into it and I was like oh man so it's happening there too yeah so which is uh, I like
0: that's there there's rules for protesting things right like mm-hmm. you can't just go on your street corner and start protesting like even if you were to go through and and you wanted to protest like you wanted to stage a protest for you know the uh a specific company outside their building or the president or whatever the case may be right like you to have a a group of people you can't do it inside like private buildings right you have to have permits if you're going to use the space outside or whatever like when you talk about these big protests that happen like red for ed here in Arizona that where they marched on the city cap or the state capital right like everything there's a process to do it. So yeah. on on the yeah. one hand, you have all this news about people getting kicked out of NBA games because they're holding up these, you know, pro Hong Kong uh, signs. And that's like, oh, you can't believe you're, you know, you're quilting their free speech and blah, blah, blah. And obviously, look at that. The NBA is back on China and everything.
2: Wait, I and but- I think that's the point. That's the optics they want.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is the optics they yeah. want. Right. But like, I don't know. it. It's it's hard because at the end of the day, there is a right way to do things. Right.
2: Yeah. But you wouldn't get as much press if you uh, if you protest outside I mean, the stadium. No, you wouldn't.
0: You absolutely yeah. wouldn't, which is why this is such a. It's such a I,
2: weird thing. I'd imagine, too, because like I for, we didn't really mention this, but I bat, those people are probably trying to hurt the company because if that showed up on Chinese TV, it would be worse. Just like. We kind of forgot. I forgot about this. Uh, May from Overwatch has been um, adopted as a pro Hong Kong symbol, and, oh, yeah. and they did they did it on purpose to see if they could spurn Blizzard to ban May.
0: They took May ah. off of the Blizzard. There is a May statue that is out or coming out. I think it's on pre order, uh, and the last I saw, it was removed from the Chinese Blizzard Gear Store. Wow. Yeah.
2: So. They're not playing by the they're, they're, I, when I they, they, I get what you're saying, but they're they're not playing by the rules on purpose. Yeah,
0: no, I so, I know that. I know it's yeah. just it's what's frustrating is when you don't play by the rules, right? And so you like you walk into a, a place to start protesting and you start yelling you know, uh, I hate your CEO, blah, 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 in their lobby, and they kick you out. And then all of a sudden gets all upset. Everyone gets all upset because, oh, they kicked you out of their lobby. Well, yeah, no shit. They kicked you out of their lobby. Like.
2: It sounds like a familiar story that happened that changed the bathroom policy at a certain coffee company. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So. Yeah, that's that's new age activism, but. It'll be interesting to see if any more scandals come out, and I, I'm curious in this next episode, of South Park, because they still didn't drop the China notion in the last episode. It wasn't its, its main focus, but like at the end, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah f- fuck the Chinese government. Yeah, that's what they said. Yep, but yep. Uh, on to more happier things, kind of. But Destiny, Destiny Two, Shadow Keep came out.
0: It's on Steam now. On Steam. You know what that means?
2: That they dodged the
0: the sinking Activision ship. Oh <laughs> like my just god! In time. They did. <laughs> it was like whoa. It's like whoa. <laughs> and oh my god! It was. I was so impressed with how smooth the transition was.
2: Yeah, yeah, like I the only thing I ever heard is they were having some slight server problems the first day or something, but then it uh, just they got it under control yeah they had to
0: shut Even it down, just like but it was just like all of a sudden Destiny Two was available in my Steam
1: account. I was like, "Oh, cool, and I downloaded it, and I logged in, and all my stuff was there like like it it's
0: like the definition of it just works, yeah, it's crazy
2: and it's also interesting to note too that it's been in Steam's top played top four played games ever
1: since it hasn't it hasn't stopped from yeah. being top four and uh probably stay there yeah i think like shadow
0: shadow keep like you guys all know i talk about it all the time like i i'm really i like going through the stories of games i think shadow keep is really fun like the way they start out the story is really interesting visually cool has all of your destiny destiny tropes there's a bunch of things attacking you and you shoot them and you use guns and
2: well what i really
0: like every every solution can be solved with a gun in some way that's well. What it
2: should be. What I really liked, and I and don't think this is games. necessarily a Shadowkeep per se. Or I think it's more New Light. But the way they changed the game around with New Light, where they made it basically where you just do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I don't have to do. I don't have to do the linear campaign of the older stuff unless I want the exotics. I can just run around the open world and get good gear, and and I don't have to worry about leveling up and. Like, that's, I, I'm glad they did that, by the way. I've been bitching about that for a while on MMOs. Like they should just probably just ditch, have an initial leveling system, probably for like an MMORPG, but then stop it at that point. Just do the Paragon levels or a uh, season pass like they do or something. Right? Like, yeah. Like Borderlands 3 has a cap level 50 and everyone's like, because everyone's like, oh, they should just push it to level 72. Well, they have a Paragon system called the uh, the Guardian system. Just Just
1: build on that like stop like
2: i don't really understand
0: why because like in destiny it may it makes sense it's like oh they just have the light level now right. it's essentially that your level yep right like well and that's what and it has a cap and they'll raise it and it's just kind of funny because it's like why it's almost like like you don't even need a separate leveling system you no. like, just have whatever
2: and that's what i've always argued that Back when me and Mitch would always talk about World of Warcraft because they ha- they've been doing this artifact power things for two expansions that are basically Paragon levels in their own weird way. Mm-hmm. But they also have, a- they have always add on new levels too. And it's just like, why?
1: Yeah. Like, right.
2: you can easily tack on the new skill systems to the Paragon levels without having to add 10 more fucking levels to the game.
0: Yeah, you could even like, I mean, I think part of the reason, right, is because leveling through content in any MMO, when it's new content, they want to scale the difficulty, right? So you're not just like, right. it's not just the same thing over and over again, but you could do that with the same way Destiny does with, with their, the item level of the gear, yeah. right? As you go right. through, yep. things get harder, you get better gear, and and that's your level.
2: Yeah, and I don't really give a shit about the story, so that's why the new the new light system like helps me more. Mm-hmm. I actually like the game a thousand times better now. Um, and the cool thing is, too, it, with that change makes it more of a true co-op game, in my opinion. Because, oh, yeah. like, I remember when you guys first got me into it and I had, like, rush. You guys had to run me through things to get the campaign done, remember? And, yep. like, I had to get my yeah. levels up. That's just fucking annoying. Yeah. For, like, <laughs> for not only for me, but for people who have to run their friends. So, like, I get that can be fun. But I don't know about you guys, but, like, when I had a max level character and WoW and a new friend would start playing, like, could you help me with the quest? I was like, oh, I guess. Like, (laughs) I gotta leave Shadrath? Fuck.
0: Well, and I think one of my biggest pet peeves with Destiny previously was um, a lot of their DLC that they would come out with wasn't very good, but the light level would increase with the DLC. So if you didn't have the DLC packs, you wouldn't be able to get to the new max light level. Right. And that that fucks up um, any PvP because PvP scales with your light level. Right. So if you are like you buy the, you know, we'll say Forsaken or the Destiny 2 first came out. Right. It was. And then the Curse of Osiris was like one of the first DLC. And I remember when it came out, I was going through Reddit and I was going through reviews and everyone's like, yeah, this DLC sucks. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to spend money on it because I'm not going to have any fun with it. But because I didn't spend money on it, I then couldn't progress my light level and be then. The game became pointless. I couldn't do anything else because right. I'm too low of light level to do anything else. It's like now you're behind. Yeah, you can't have fun. exactly. Whereas now, that's the two things are completely unrelated. So it, it makes me wonder how many people of the you know the the top four game plays on 200,000 people that are concurrently playing on Steam. How many of them actually own Shadowkeep, and how how many of them are just oh yeah I, I leveled up and I. My favorite thing about Destiny is the PvP and Gambit, and I could do that without paying anything.
2: So I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. So if I didn't already own those expansions, I was a brand-new player, and I think the introductory offer gave you the first, like, two expansions, the, the original campaign and Osiris?
0: Yeah, so the with New Light, uh, the free-to-play version of the game, you get the very, very first campaign, uh, which is the Red Warmind or whatever, and then the first year of DLC. And so you can get all of that content and play through that story for absolutely free. You don't have to pay anything. Um the forsaken content and all of year 2 DLC is still paid. Yeah.
2: But I but can still get the light, light level 900 as a free to play user is what you're telling me. Yes. So that's you can, fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, you can go all the way up to 950 is the soft cap. Uh before you have to like Start doing difficult, like pinnacles and and nine and like raids and stuff like that. You can get to that without paying anything for the game. Yeah. We're but you can't. I think the raids are part of the paid right. content, right? Right, but, but it's strike so like, What about the it'll strikes? It'll be a lot harder to get from the soft. Cap the strikes are cap. the strikes for the new content for shadow keep strikes on the moon. Those are part of the paid content.
2: Well, you can still do strikes for whatever for the old yeah
0: for the yeah. like the year one stuff you could do those strikes uh without paying when for
2: did, anything when did that get added i don't remember that being a thing when i used to play with you guys that that's part of the new
0: release like when is it, it really, really yeah when I thought it really it was Sunsteam. a dope
2: ass feature as like, yeah. they remind me of like like five-man dungeons and wow kind oh of oh you're talking about strikes when did strikes
0: yeah, get added strikes. oh strikes have been in there for i i think since I know for a fact in the beginning of Destiny Two. I don't know about Destiny One. I don't remember that far back. Definitely at the launch of Destiny yeah. Two, we were doing some of them. I feel like they were part of Destiny One as well, but I I don't really remember. Maybe when they came Maybe out with the, the deal, the expansion for that one, you had to progress the story first before you can. Yeah. Yes, like
2: the cool thing about Steam, and which is interesting, because I I was arguing with somebody like, why did Destiny go to Steam? And I was like, dude. Destiny's a massive game, and they were on Blizzard's massive in- infrastructure. Like, their only thing they were able to do is Steam has the infrastructure with Steamworks included. Like when you're on yep, their right. under, under store, that's how you compete, by the way. Um, right. <laughs> but, yeah, like, everyone's like, I don't get why it's not on the other launchers. I'm like, because GOG and Epic and all of them don't have that kind of infrastructure that they can use. Yeah. Whereas, like, Sony, Microsoft, and Steam do.
0: Yeah, Bungie would have had to have their own infrastructure.
2: Yeah. And, w- and with with, with their divorce and Mac Division Blizzard, they lost BattleNet. Yep. So like it was a genius plan. It was the cool thing about Steam versus Epic is that uh I can see <laughs> the, the live numbers, the concurrent numbers. So I would like to know like how financially successful this new launch has been for them. I hope they release something because Yeah. You know, it's a free to play game now. Be nice. You don't know how many people bought the expansion or who are buying you know um cosmetics or whatever that you can buy. So Well,
0: and see and I think like so for me anytime I play a free to play game, uh I think League of Legends was like the perfect example for for me um because I didn't pay anything to start playing that game. I enjoyed that game a lot. And because I enjoyed that game, I wanted I wanted to support them. I wanted to you know, have them continue making content for it, and and I didn't feel bad spending money on skins or new characters. Uh, I feel like the free to play model, when you have the content there, and it seems like Destiny Two does, I feel like they're going to make a lot more money on with their season passes and the different cosmetics that they can release from the people that don't care about the the storyline. They just want to go in and play Gambit. They want to go in and play PvP and have fun with that.
2: So let's talk about the season pass real quick, because I don't quite understand it. So I bought Shadow Keep. We all did. But that also includes a season pass. So during during the Shadow Keep expansion, could there be another season pass to buy? Yeah, there's gonna be four total throughout this this year of content. And the way the season pass they do it is more like a battle pass, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly.
0: It's just like if you were to buy a battle pass in Apex or Fortnite, you get you level up, um, you earn cosmetics and gear and and stupid stuff. Uh, what's really nice though is that the the amount of experience that it takes to level between levels is exactly the same from level one to two as it is from ninety nine to one hundred. So it doesn't get progressively
1: harder to level up. You're, it's Ooh, always nice. the same experience. Yeah. It's really nice actually. Yep.
2: Curious. Like, so how much does a battle pass cost? You know, like because I got it bucks. with the 10 bucks. Okay, that's not too bad. Yep. So like you
0: could have um if you bought Shadow Keep, it comes with one. And then they had like the the deluxe edition or whatever, that was an additional $35. Um and so that Basically saved you five bucks if you were gonna if you would
1: buy all four battle passes.
2: Okay, so season of the Undying is the battle pass.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep,
2: that's cool.
0: Yep, and then in however however long this ends, there's a there's a counter on it when you log in. I think it's like two months or two and a half months or something like that. uh This season will
2: end and then another one will start. Yeah, I I remember I saw a couple like videos bitching about the story. I don't give a shit about the story. I I actually care about these quality of life changes for someone like me. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I'm hyped for the game now. It feels more like a game to me. Yeah, yeah, it's something you, know? you can get yeah. in and just play. Because like somebody could, oh my I, God, it's I, great. I gotta address something. Because somebody could call me a hypocrite by saying that Borderlands Three had a bad story. And the reason why that's a, that's a problem, I'm gonna clarify this because someone called me out on it is because Borderlands is more like Diablo than WoW. And, every, and you are expected to replay the game over and over again. And one, Borderlands 3 at this time is unskippable, unskippable cutscenes. And unlike Destiny, where like I pick up an adventure or a little quest, I can start moving as soon as they start talking. And Borderlands, the NPC will start talking, and they'll often have an item that they have to give you before you to proceed on the quest. So you're sitting there stuck, hmm. even though you can move your character around. You can't leave the area. So that's why wow. it's a fucking problem. So if I'm forced to do that content over and over again, it better be goddamn good. So fuck <laughs> you, naysayers. I always have a defense.
0: See, and I and I like it because Destiny 2, like, they have a new story for me to go through, and
2: that's awesome.
0: Yeah. But what's cool about it is if, like, Jason and I were like, let's go play some freaking gambits. Like, you don't have to yeah. have played the story, he, and it doesn't matter where I am in the progression. The greatest
2: like, thing about Destiny's play. story, though, is that, I've noticed in the missions that they're talking during the missions, and I can keep moving forward. And then once that cutscene gets up, I hit the fucking escape button. Yep. <laughs> and like, unlike Borderlands uh, Three, you have to sit through it. And some of them
1: last for like six minutes. You
2: view
0: the content. Someone spent
2: so much time on. I don't that, care man. if you're if I took I went through that game on two characters before I took it back, and it, I got so sick of seeing some cutscenes, man. Like, ah, oh. yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I like cutscenes, the first time, the first time, like, yeah. Diablo three is a perfect example. When you do doing quests and Leah starts talking, you just click that little red X a whole bunch. Okay, cool. Yep. We're done. Like <laughs> back to, yep. back to the real game, the loot grind, because yeah, I'm well- sorry. <laughs> that's what those games are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not masterpieces of cinema. Well, that's why, you know,
0: like, because uh, Diablo 3, right, they still have their their seasons that they come out with. Yeah. Um, but they introduced the the adventure mode a few years ago. Yeah. So you don't even have to, like, if you start a new character on a on when a season starts. Then you didn't have to do that. You don't have yeah. to do the campaign. You get to level 70 in, like, two hours, and then you can start your loot grind.
2: Yeah, Borderlands used to do that. Like, they have Mayhem mode right now, but, like, I don't know. And the reason I brought Borderlands is that I, I thought that the gameplay of Borderlands was good and it is the new game. But I'm weirdly blown away by Destiny. It's very strange because after spending, you know, I don't know, five or six days with a rental. And then the cool things, I didn't know this until I did some research on it. Because I remember asking you Mitch about the currencies. I think it's a very cool feature, by the way. And if I get this wrong, you tell me. But like in Borderlands, if I get a legendary at like level twenty-five, when I become level fifty, that legendary is defunct and I'll go farm it again. But in but in I think in Destiny, once I yeah. unlock it, I can spend currency at max level to get that again at my level. Yeah, you need yep.
0: you just need these upgrade modules and then a weapon that's at yeah. that level and you just that is a million times better. Yep. it's so good. Like all, it, I was so excited for that because I forgot that that was a feature. And then I'm like, "Oh man, all my stuff is not going to be cool yeah. anymore." And I'm like, "Wait!" Like, because I I played the shit out of well, Destiny a year too. And then so and like, yeah, I have a bunch of cool legendaries. I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, when I hit max level, I'm gonna
2: yeah." Well, and since like Borderlands is more like Diablo too, like you could you could be level fifty and get a best in slot item, but it has a chance to proc with a higher item level. It has a chance to proc with an anointed skill, and it has a pr- chance to proc with a different elemental type. So, like, it's definitely to the hardcore Diablo fans, but that shit gets annoying and and just grindy after a while. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I that just that that whole like proc thing is is like the same issue that um wow. why everyone has with Wow and and. um And Titan Forging, right? And it reminds me of uh, this post that someone made on the WoW forums. I just want to read it to you real quick because this is like the pinnacle of what I expect. Like what I go through anytime that there's Titan Forging or that kind of like, oh, well, you're going to get this item, but it it could be better. Right. So like imagine you go to McDonald's and, and you go to McDonald's to get a four piece nugget. You pay, you get your nuggets and you're happy and, and all that. But then some idiot comes in and also orders a four piece nugget, but it Mcforges into a 12 piece nugget with the soda and some fries. And you're standing there like a fucking <laughs> idiot with your dumb four piece nugget while he or she has more than you for some weird reason, even though you both played the same price, but you are less rewarded because 2018. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that. Well, I remember that pose. is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I know Borderlands fans and I'm one. I I let's see here. Let me Look here. What what what's my uh what's my playtime here in Borderlands 2? 333 hours. So fuck all ya. Okay? Wow. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I's I've been playing Borderlands 2 since release on and off since release. So I find that annoying as shit and that that little destiny feature i was like a, a huge breath of fresh air so borderlands three patches if I whenever it comes out to steam and i buy it i hope they have a currency option like that because that'd be dope they kind of did that in borderlands 2 with these things called serif crystals but they were only for certain types of weapons and they were on a weekly lockout if i remember correctly so mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah, if you listen to the previous episodes of, of of TMJ Syndrome, you'll know that I was not a big fan of Destiny because I felt boxed in. Now I am a fan of it. I really like it a lot now because they unboxed me. Not a box? They unboxed me. You're unboxed? Yeah. Well, it sounds like they did a good job. I really want to see their financials. I want to see if they do well because that's going to... Show me the money. Yeah, because like,
0: the, the other
2: free-to-play looter shooter is war, uh, Warframe and like, looking at Steam's, uh, let's see, Warframe. Warframe is, like, a concurrency peak of, like, 46,000, and Destiny's got 206,000. So, like, I'm curious, in terms of, like, hmm. monetary money, how much that's going to bring in, so.
0: I think Warframe does really good, though, because it's also on consoles. Console, yeah. which well, so is Destiny, Switch, right? yeah. Yeah. Which that's... So I will say this is one of uh, the new features with Destiny that I like, but I'm also kind of frustrated with. Um, they announced their cross save thing, right? So I can be playing on the PC and then if I decide I want to go and uh, like sit on the couch for a little bit, I can pick up my Xbox and install Destiny and start playing on the Xbox. But your purchases don't transfer between the two platforms. So when I installed it on my Xbox, I, I had the new light content, right? So I had all the year one stuff, but I don't have access to any of the forsaken stuff. I don't have access to any of the shadow keep stuff. And then it, it also made me kind of think about going and buying the, uh, the Xbox ultimate pass (laughs) because then it, I already have the Xbox Game Pass for my PC, right? And that's five dollars a month. That's eventually going to go up to ten, uh, and then the Ultimate's fifteen that gives me Game Pass on PC and console and Xbox Live Gold. Because the other thing I, when I was I loaded it up, I'm like, well, I can't do any of the new Shadowkeep stuff because I don't have Shadowkeep on here. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll play Gambit. Oh wait, I can't because that's multiplayer content and I don't have Xbox Live Gold. So, uh oh, there's, it's nice that you can cross play or you can cross save, but you would have to rebuy your expansions. I don't, I think the season pass transferred over because that's a purchase done through them and not through Steam or whatever, but
1: so that's a little frustrating. You just need to get a Steam link. I I mean, I guess I I I do have a Steam link. There you go. Yeah, but then I'm not using it's Like it's on Steam now.
0: Oh my god, that's one of my favorite things about the fact that it's on Steam now. I can use the goddamn Steam link. I hate Blizzard launcher because you can't get Steam the Steam overlay to work correctly in it. Yeah, that's true. So it doesn't work with Steam link. So now it's on Steam, but I can play Steam I can play it Play the multiplayer experience. All yeah, I but want. then you're not you're not or the console experience. You're not using the cross save feature.
1: <laughs> I'm not using the new shiny yeah. feature. Ah, it's so cool! I need to make use of yes. it.
0: Mitch, you need to spend at least a hundred more dollars. I'll just wait for them. You know what? If they release Destiny Two for the Nintendo Switch, I already have the. Fuck, the yeah. online Nintendo Switch membership. So that'll be good. They release they release everything on Switch, so yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them. Have you seen the screenshots for the the Switcher? The Nintendo Switch Witcher 3? No. Is it gonna be good? uh it's pretty blurry. Uh Ars <laughs> Technica released uh like a little article about it. And uh the screenshots both from uh physical handheld mode and uh docked mode were pretty blurry. They said it was
1: it was playable, but like it looks more like The Witcher 2. So that's too yeah. bad. But it's on Switch. Yeah. Releasing soon. I'm sure they'll
0: sell a bunch of copies of it. Everyone just by people yeah. who already own it on Steam, I'm yeah, sure probably. See, there's a, there's a there's a joy to be able to play things handheld, you know. Take it on. The bus. They have a Steam. They have a Steam app that you can install on your phone. Yeah, but then that requires it to stream from your computer, which. Yeah, I know. They need a version of that for your phone for the Switch. Oh yeah, so there are um, there are people that have hacked the Switch to install install Android on it, so they can install the Steam Link app. And then do that, yeah. and it apparently works pretty well. But I'm, I'm not going to hack my switch just because I don't want to accidentally brick it or something.
2: Yeah, I like mine too much. Yeah, I did that back in the day with
0: PSP. Yeah, oh, I, I did I... that
1: with the Wii. I I home brewed the Wii. That was fun. But <laughs> yeah. Destiny 2 is pretty good. Yeah, I highly recommend it. And I you know I'm a hard sell. You know I'm a hard how many, sell. How many? out of five Jasons? Uh
2: hmm. hard for me to rate because I haven't done everything. And it's one of those, it's live service games, so like. Yeah. Um right now for me it is. A seven out of ten. And that's only because I have yet to see a raid, because I it require me to like make friends. And uh mm-hmm. um
1: that makes sense. Yeah,
2: and I'm still playing through it, honestly. Like I'm I'm only light level eight fifty. So but I'm enjoying myself. Uh a lot. I think it's a fun game. And it'll I think it'll it's in a in better hands now that uh evil Bobby Kotick isn't running the show,
1: so. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It'll be Um, nice to see what they do with it. Yeah. Yep. Bitches. So, uh,
2: next week, we'll get to talk about what comes out of the Fortnite black hole. Yeah. Which is all of... Right now,
0: it's just, Fortnite's dead right now, right? Yeah, all
2: your data got sucked off and sent off to China.
1: Yep. Yep. You're well all you all know vassals of this,
2: the communist the Chinese Communist Party.
0: You think that's what's going on? You think you think uh, Tencent was like, oh, Tim Sweeney? You think you can not <laughs> abide by Chinese rule? Fuck you! And that then like would be absorbed the game, deleted their Twitter. That would be yeah. so goddamn funny if that's like. Actually, what happened is like, whatever, people can say what they want just because they own a bunch of our company. They're like, bitch, like the servers <laughs> are in our data center. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like. uh Oh, it got turned off. Uh, that would be fucking funny. It's probably some new map or some new fucking dance or some shit that they're going to release. Yeah.
1: Which is cool. I mean, maybe they're I just going to like
0: release a different game. I'd be okay with that. I don't like the building aspect of Fortnite uh, because I'm not very good at it.
1: Because you're not 12. Yep. So, I don't know. Yep. Probably be a new map. Have they ever had a new map? Yeah, they edited a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They changed their map. But, you know, honestly, I I wouldn't be surprised if they just released a brand new one because Apex just released a brand new one too. Oh, no. so they're doing a good job getting a bunch of people excited about it. Oh, yeah. That uh, they had a Twitch stream that was when I was looking at it earlier, it was pretty constant at like 80,000 people just watching the black hole screen. And they had that's so four funny. to six hundred thousand people on their game on Twitch, but. The game's down, so no one's playing it. Everyone's just kind of like, oh, yeah, look at this season 11 party, and then watching like YouTube videos or just chatting or whatever. Yeah, they're like, right now, there's 30,000 people watching that black hole video. Yeah, 155,000 people watching Fortnite in general.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Like, there's there's no Fortnite going on. Why is everybody there? They're waiting. Well, if they wanted the hype back, they definitely did it. Yeah, they did. Well, if you've if you've gotten here, you know what time it is. It's time, time. to leave a iTunes review. Uh,
2: yep, and or a comment. And since we're a video on YouTube now, you should comment and subscribe and like and like
0: press the like
1: button. That's
2: Because to the Google algorithm gods, that signals engagement. And engagement lets Google advertise our (laughs) non-monetized
1: channel. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So. Yep. And, uh, you know.
2: We haven't done it yet, but we'll get a fancy After Effects thing at the beginning where we can be like,
1: click here, subscribe, hit the bell. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a thing. It will
2: spam it throughout the oh. entire podcast of hour and forty minutes. you will see it there pop up in the corner sometime.
1: <laughs>
2: well, it'll be. Th- oh, no. Are you subscribed yet?
1: <laughs> you smoking yet? So <laughs> yeah, good times. Yep. Cool. Bye. Bye. Later.